and actually let's see what happens if we don't distribute it. We have to accept the kind of environment we're in. We want to be accessible, but also producing like nine and a half thousand or whatever it is. I'm chatting to other parishioners and just people I know, and they're like, well, it just goes in the bin. I'm like, oh, great. You know, we're increasing refuse rates. We're saying, could you please do your recycling? And yet we're feeding people's recycling bin. Podcast. My name is Matthew Leach. I'll be joined each week by a guest for a series of podcasts. Each will shine a light on topics from across the bailiwick. The format will change week to week. We'll have debates, reviews, hot seat interviews and special guests. So stick with us as we offer some insight on some of the most important issues we in the bailiwick face. The St Peter Port Dizane is the biggest Dizane in the island with some 9,000 plus parishioners and 20 douzeniers given the task of running the parish. This week saw the latest remade voted in, the parish budget and all it entails, from the cost of keeping the lights on to maintaining Cambridge Park and a grant for school books. For the first time, one constable decided to pick apart the budget online, showing us exactly where and how our rates are intended to be spent throughout the year. Zoe Liu did this through a video she shared to try and make the organisation more transparent and open and we sat down with her to discuss exactly what this means. You joined the design of St Peter Port? I did, three years ago. And why did you do that? Um, It appealed to me at the time because uh, having been in sort of more corporate finance world with hard skills, um, I'm very involved in the community and wanting just to be of use and value um, and I was encouraged by uh, one of the existing Dizaniers to join. And how have you found it so far? Interesting. Um, the last three years have been sort of a slow uh, learning process of trying to sort of unearth what goes on I suppose and the last three and a half months have been a whirlwind since I've joined as, uh, been elected as constable. Um, so I've been quite busy through lockdown and getting the remade budget ready, um, welcoming in our three new Dizaniers, and just generally keeping occupied. And so that's pr- pretty much why, you know, I asked you to come along and mm. have a chat to me today, is because the remade obviously went, uh, it was discussed last night and it was voted on last night. I mean, how much involvement have you had in, in getting it ready or understanding it and preparing it for people? Um, well, I've taken sole responsibility for producing the remade this year. Um, I did a thorough scrutiny review of the accounts uh, in terms of the activity on the accounts to pull it together. Um, and I men- mentioned it to parishioners last night that it wasn't about let's just take last year's numbers and add a little multiple and a percentage. It was absolutely starting off with a true blank piece of paper looking at everything what is our income where is that coming from uh, beyond the rate so our rental and then looking at all our contracts what are our fixed costs so we've got a, a definite idea and feel of what those numbers should be um and yes yeah, so then it's it's allowed us and then i've I say single-handedly i've prepared those numbers i have then taken that to my design uh, over two three i think zoom meetings we had during lockdown um and everyone had a, a voice and a, and a right to, to comment and we tracked all those comments so everybody felt that they'd been acknowledged um, and their suggestions were taken on board so by the time we finally presented it to our design it was unanimously approved by the design to allow us to then proceed publishing the gazette and then take it to the parishioners. And so following a very you know strange strange year strange year yeah. and a half you could say um, I guess 
money has always been a big topic of conversation on people's minds. And yeah. Was there more? Did you feel more scrutiny than usual on under how the parish should be spending its money? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm always in favour of, uh, and even when I was sitting as Dusenier, that it's got to be a robust process. So when we're doing um, large capital spend projects, it needs to be, uh, you know, getting more than one quote. It's got to be monitored in terms of the spend because ultimately that's not my money. That's the parish money. It's the parish pound and it's a value to the people who've earned that money and are then asked to give it to us. And, you know, if you're asking anybody for any money, if I was going to write my own personal cheque for something, I'd want to know what it was for. So putting, I am obviously a ratepayer, I want to know where my parish pound is going as well. So I have, you know, dual interest. Um, and also the more information I think you can share with people, the better, because then they understand it. And what worked for us within the design was me doing a video run through line by line of how I'd built the numbers and where they'd come from. Um, and that was quite successful. So it was uh, in terms of bringing everybody on board and giving people time to explain things and understand. And then we replicated that to present it. And then we put it live on social media to give people a heads up, which went really well and has been really well received. Uh, we played it again at the meeting. So it meant I could put my feet up. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, it, it's just been really well received. And, you know, people are like, that's a really good way of breaking it down. Um, it's a very... Um a user-friendly kind of attainable way that I can see how things work and how the thought process is. Yeah, and by talking, you know, just a bunch of numbers on a piece of paper, even as an accountant, they're pretty dull. Um, so by talking around it and getting people to understand, um, and as a design, we have been challenging the previous constables for more information uh, regarding the background, the contracts, um, bits and pieces, and we've slowly started to sort of open that door, and now we've kind of booted it wide open. And, you know, we've got nothing to hide. Um, so I'm finding out new things all the time. Transparency is something you wanted to see prior to being part or being involved? Not, it's more something that I've discovered along the way. You know, if you're asking, naturally curious and asking questions of, you know, the, the old regime or, or what's been done prior, um, I think there's been a sense of, I suppose, Chinese walls, but, you know, and you have to have that within any kind of business or organisation. But there are certain things that I don't think should be withheld. And if we're asking people for money, we should be able to share with them exactly where we intend on spending that money. That's a decent thing to do. It's not about being transparent. As far as um, people may, may, may or may not be aware of what the, what the design does and the mm. constables do, I mean, what kind of responsibilities, for people who perhaps haven't seen the video or understand mm -hmm. or, or came along last night, what is your responsibility? What are you looking after? Okay, well, as, the const as one of the two constables for the parish, we are jointly responsible for issuing things like liquor licences. There are certain legal requirements or ordinances that, that um, sort of give us that guidance, you know, collection of dog tax, people sort of uh, align us with. We have... Um, an opinion and a part to play in the application for licences uh, and planning developments within the parish, um, you know, issuing busker licences and allowing, you know, there's some charity bike rides going on this weekend, you know, those kind of permissions. So those are, and then the upkeep of the parish, the maintenance of the um, public cemeteries, um, that and, and our abreverse and our little um, pumps and bits and pieces, the lighting in town, we're responsible for all of that uh, and just the general upkeep. And then, um, obviously we help with other matters such as elections and bits and pieces. Obviously you're doing this for the people, for the residents mm. of the parish and, and stuff like that. Do you find uh, much involvement or, or people talking to you? I mean, how much association do you have with the public? Um, well, we're trying to engage more using social media. 
to make ourselves more approachable. Um, we've been running drop-ins for the last 18 months. Um, Dusanir and Mary McDermott's been leading those and she's stuck with it and they've really gathered momentum. Uh, and that's allowed us to, the one we did in January, I think it was, um, inviting people to just come throw down, you know, big pieces of you know, sticky notes on the paper and go like, what is it that's important to you? Because invariably people will only contact the office if there's a problem with rubbish or a car has been abandoned or there's a, a loose cobble somewhere. Um, you know, but some people do pop in if they're passing, but, you know, not everybody works in the parish who lives in the parish. So it's it's about assessing that. And obviously, you know, we're also responsible for six staff as actual employees. Um, so, that, you know, we have to kind of uh, do, do quite a bit. How many of you are there? Dizane? Yeah. There's 20. Okay. St Peterport Parish is the largest of designs so we have 20 and when we go to elect jurats the assembly we are required usually to have a uh, have 10 of us so okay. we carry quite a vote in terms of uh, voting in jurats and obviously congratulations to dr heather reed who recently got appointed see that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah so some people are more involved than others it just depends how much time people have so you're involved with voting in jurats as well mm-hmm that's very interesting. Is that just the parishes St Peterport? All parishes. Okay. So the States Assembly convened, so you have everybody, um, all the sitting judges, uh, jurats, the bailiff, uh, Majesty's controller, procurer, all the um, deputies. Um, and then you have in the public gallery, it's full of the representatives from the different parishes. So St Andrews would have one person, we have ten, and then it varies depending on population size, I believe. And so do you hope to stick in this role for, for a while? Is this something you're very yeah, passionate about, obviously? Well, I really enjoy it. I mean, I'm having uh, a lot of fun. It's uh, Last night was a hoot at the meeting. I really enjoyed it. Everyone seemed to take something away from it. Um, you mentioned there was about 40 people there. Yeah, about 40, which, you know, it's, it's a hard sell. You know, parish meetings only ever get standing room only when there's contentious matters to be discussed. Um, and there's not a lot of contention with us at the moment. And, you know, that's a probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, I definitely would like more people involved in parish matters. Um, you do tend to see the same faces at the meetings, which is great. You know, but it's very difficult to get youngsters interested. Yeah. In, in, it's, it, it's just difficult. Like, which is part of the way of getting it online, I suppose, and into Twitter well, it's, and it's accessible, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram account now. And obviously social media, um, face, uh, yeah, Facebook and the website. So we're in all the places we think most people are looking. Um, and it's just about making sure we're doing more than just dictating the rule or demanding sign off this budget because you have to. You know, this is the money. Yeah, 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 give us the money. You know, and There was obviously a problem last year and ended up being contested and it went to court and that delayed it. And there was a concern that would delay sending out the rate bills, which would then delay cash flow, you know. Um, but no, this year it was, I say, unanimous within the design and unopposed last night. So I'm delighted that all the hard work of everyone's paid off. So it's pretty smooth last night then. Yeah. And so um, we had a little bit of a breakdown on that the other day. We, we had a look at it online and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Were there any hands raised or issues discussed at the time or was it pretty much seamless? Uh, it, well, it seems, I mean, people are entitled to ask their questions. Uh, I think one of the parishioners was asking about street lighting, uh, the inconsistency of lamp posts, and there's too much, too many lights being left on. So are lights we... left on, okay. Yeah, in, sometimes in the daytime. Now, obviously, I don't go around and switch them on and off myself, so I need to... Well, that's your job. <laughs> no, it keeps me busy. Um, but no, we, you know, I say it's been so early into my term as constable, I do have on my radar to meet with Guernsey Electricity and understand 
how that 109 grand a year breaks down and what is it you know yeah and well there'll be all the ones in our parish which i think is probably something like i'm sure it's over a thousand yeah well par- we actually spoke to guernsey electricity yesterday oh, about this because we i found find the story actually quite interesting yeah yeah, yeah. and they said that you know you, as as you mentioned that part of it is replacing it with leds so yes. it becomes more efficient over time and yes. they do that when a lamppost comes to the end of yes life. so when one expires it then gets you know upgraded i suppose um but there is concern with some traditionalists that in st peter port and certain heritage site areas of historic importance that perhaps we should have prettier lampposts oh, okay that's interesting uh, or, or more consistency because i think the the issue raised by some of the parishioners is that there are differences yes okay so uh, you have a different lamppost from I, I, you, that's a fascinating I, route that is I've, you know i I can't say I've noticed, but they're yeah. probably not looking. Um, so, yeah, I just need to understand it better. It's a big spend. Yeah. And in keeping with scrutiny and looking at everything, if I don't know the answer, then it's for me to find out. Yeah, absolutely. And then I can share that back with the troops. And the school grant that we issued to help them uh, pay for books and things, that was queried because it's gone up. Um, there was a question raised of, you know, do the schools rely on that money? I would guess, given education budgets, they probably are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it went up from three to five three, or something. 3,550 it was. Um, and actually, through disruption last year, we didn't actually pay a penny of that out, which is not okay. So that needs to get paid straight away. And then we've now approved 5,000 for distribution amongst the schools. Why the increase then? Well, I just felt it was... It'd been 3,550 for a long time. The number of pupils in the parish... Uh, parishioners obviously increasing yeah and that it just seemed more appropriate um to give that you know as a percentage of 1.3 million that we raise in ta- in rates three and a half is a quite a small proportion um so it was just making it a bit and, and i suppose by way of an apology for them not having had anything last year it's <laughs> fair enough i think it's a um, good decision but, but we'll review it i mean again that's a conversation i've not yet been able to have with the education um the, with the schools themselves as to what would they like and what do they want to spend it on? Because yeah. books could well cover, you know, a lot of IT uh, and online. You know. Changing the way uh, students are studying as well, so it's Absolutely. not exactly the same as it would have been. And no, and you know, we don't want to be too prescriptive as to where it goes, but you know, we we need to understand better how our money is being spent. And one of the other, I suppose, not contentious, but one of the other issues that has been discussed before is the townie that's now gone on online. Yeah, the but it's magazine. been online before, but is it more on? It's yeah, it's always been mainly online. Yeah, yeah. it's always been um, released online to for increased accessibility. But it's this is the first. Well, last year we didn't produce any because it seemed the do zone just didn't do any, you know, through lockdown. Yeah. Didn't do a lot. Um, you don't want to be giving out. No, no, not really. But then, so this time we took an early decision, which was the right one to say, look, with COVID and everything else, let's not get too uh, het up with the deadline. And actually, let's see what happens if we don't distribute it. You know, I'm sure there'll be one or two, um, or maybe a handful of parishioners who miss it. Yeah. But we have to accept the kind of environment we're in. We want to be accessible, but also producing like nine and a half thousand or whatever it is and I'm chatting to other parishioners and just people I know, and they're like, well, it just goes in the bin. I'm like, oh, great. Well, yeah. that's smashing that. So, you know... Talking people... about printing off loads of paper in this, you know... Yeah, it doesn't feel doesn't... right. No. Uh, we know, we're increasing refuse rates. We're saying, could you please do your recycling? And yet we're feeding people's recycling bin. If they haven't asked for it, um, you know, you're not allowed to go and put leaflets on vehicles in the car parks, and, you know, f- you know, um, flying stuff. You can't do that. Yeah. 
It so almost feels like we're spamming people. <laughs> so it's a more forward thinking way of doing it, I suppose, yeah. preparing for a future that's, you know, changing all around us all the time. And if and if we can save, um, you know, I think the one issue, the October issue, if we go ahead of printing and distributing, that could end up costing in real cash terms just over five grand. So and that then puts there. pressure on the Disneyers to arrange to get advertising. And with, you know, again, financial times, not everybody is has got as much budget. So we're we're creating a lot of work, a lot of expense, and a lot of landfill. Yeah. Harder to argue its merits, I suppose, in uh-huh. 2021. I think so, yeah. And I think it's also demonstrative of how we as a Duzane wish to evolve and, you know, enter 2021, not necessarily screaming, but maybe kicking and screaming a bit, just to up our, up our ante, shall we say. But if someone wants to get a hold of one still, they can. Well, they can. Can they, can, can they get a printed off version yeah. of one if they ask? Yeah, you could. Yeah. And we've, we've offered that. If there are any parishioners who are particularly upset that the townie is not going to come through their letterbox, then we have said, you know, we'll happily print a version off. It won't be the glossy one you're used to, but equally, and we don't think that will be in any way, shape or form as many. And it'll be indicative of actually who wants it. Yeah. And that may then quite drive... quite interesting to see, I suppose. Well, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's it's one of those things. You know, if you don't do something, see who barks, and then you know how important it is to them. Um, and that will then drive the decision for October as to whether we go ahead and proceed with printing and distribution. If we can save more money for the ratepayers and the parish pound, that's what we're all about. It's a great open conversation to have. And I mm. guess this leads into something else, which is your involvement with other parishes. Is the intention to be closer? Yes, definitely. And um, we've already started that, um, but then we were thwarted with COVID. So we did. Um, we arranged the, with the new data protection laws coming in. Um, Dusenears, Martin Harris, and Mary McDermott um, sort of got their heads together and got in touch with the Office of Data Protection, and they delivered a really insightful training session to us. And we said, well, look, we should really share this with the other designs. And so it was really nice to, at the starting, say it's infancy, but having other people coming from other designs and sharing that, you know, if we're going to be doing something, chances are it affects them. We're not all the same. There are certain quirks between the parishes, but overall, you know, we should be under... We, we do have a Duzane Liaison Council, but then that's only a certain number of representatives, and then there's a Duzane Liaison Group. But it, what better way to get everybody in the room at, at the same time? In a small island, it makes sense. Especially now we're so interconnected uh, yeah. in the island. Well, this isn't island-wide there. voting, that's what it means. We're sharing our deputies, aren't we? So I'm not in favour of turf wars um, in, you know, in terms of we're better than that. I'm not interested in that. We need to be the best we can be for our parishioners. And if we find out something and we can you know, share that information out, then, then we will. I guess final uh, thing to touch on is, is, is the future. Uh, mm. We've been part of this. Uh, the remade last night but is any of it to do with uh, uh, future projects what are the issues facing the parish at the moment is there um, anything on your on the horizon um in terms of big spend no it's all just business as usual maintenance repairs of the assets that we have um in terms of bigger projects um there is going to be hopefully we've um, been promoting the wombling day so the litter picking so we're going to try and build an event around that oh, so we could have because there are certain neglected areas in town where there are unfortunately not necessarily our own parishioners but people just abusing the streets there's antisocial behavior um strewn um alcohol uh bottles and cans and things and rubbish and obviously the big one that everybody complains about is dog poo uh, yeah. <laughs> and and you know plastic bags hanging off trees and things so if we can try and in- garner a bit more of a community spirit in people 
then they will start to look after their own pocket of the parish better and bringing people together. And in fact, I was talking to um, Denny's at Irish St. Dora's uh, recently who said, I, I didn't even realise there is a community centre within one of the estates uh, in the Boet. I had no yeah. idea. And it's one of the Genet as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm aware of that one, but I wasn't even aware of the one in the Boet because they were asking about, will there be a Liberation Day party and street parties? And of course, because we're being encouraged or discouraged to congregate in town, I don't think... To have your ho- your party at home, to yeah. celebrate Liberation Day in your own way. Exactly, yeah. I guess with a, with a parish such as St Peterport, the density is so much higher than potentially yeah. most of the other parishes. Exactly. So your issues are going to be about streets yeah. and people and community. And, and also, because within St Peterport, I mean, the, the Grand Boet, it would be lovely if, uh, and I think a call might be going to traffic from one of the parishioners, to close the road for Liberation Day, but it's an arterial road, so the chances of that being able to be closed is unlikely. How because is... then you've got safety and yeah. issues and accessibility. I mean, so how is, how are, pre- what preparations, I mean, you must be quite heavily involved with Liberation Day in the past. I mean, what's the... Typically, yeah, there would have been, you know, the, the pomp and the hype and the marching and the that, yeah. that bit. Um, but in terms of, there's no, obviously, sort of official plans in place for any sort of large representative meeting. So I personally am having a party at home. <laughs> Lovely. Well, I hope you have a good one. Yeah, thank you. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add or should we, we, can, we can call um, it and draw it to a close there if you'd yeah, like? Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Well, thank you so much for no, coming No, thank in. you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Bailiwick Express podcast. The title track was Shift My Weight by Luno. If you enjoyed it, I know it's a pain, but please like and share. It all helps. And remember, you can hit bailiwickexpress.com to stay right up to date with whatever is happening in the Bailiwick. You can find us online, on social, on email and on internet radio. There'll be more from me, Matthew Leach and all the Bailiwick Express team next Friday.